0: Welcome to the Walking Down Main Street podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Coasters and Castles Travel. Coasters and Castles Travel has travel advisors in more than 35 states. We call our travel advisors vacation specialists. Our advisors can have specialties from theme park travel, ocean and river cruises, and all-inclusive resort travel. Our advisors travel frequently to better get to know the destinations our guests would like to travel to and regularly keep up with destination training. Our advisors do not charge a planning fee, so it costs our clients no more to book with us than it would to book direct with the supplier. For more information, go to www.travelcnc.com, that's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C.com. For a no cost, no obligation quote, we can also be reached by phone at 844 422 8785. Let me introduce everyone. I am Lynn Macalini, co owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. We also have April Botta, co owner of Coasts and Castles Travel.
1: Hi, everyone. So excited to be talking travel with you. And then we are also joined by Whitney Maddox. She is a senior vacation specialist with
0: Coasters and Castles Travel. Hello, friends. We will be bringing you an episode each week. We will have topics related to Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, cruising, and fun and sun vacations. We love travel and want to share our experiences with you. Welcome to our first bonus podcast for the Walking Down Main Street podcast. April and I, Lynn McElhinney, are here in Universal. Uh, We were able to get a reservation and come down for the passholder days. So we drove down and we arrived yesterday afternoon. Uh, We did go into uh, Universal Studios Orlando this morning and then also over to Islands of Adventure. And we do want to share our experience with you. What do you think, Gabriel?
1: I think overall, Universal did a great job, honestly. We we really felt safe. There was no question of that at any point. Uh, Everybody was very positive. Team members were positive. We had so many great interactions with team members all day. I think they were all excited to be working again and welcoming guests. And the guests were excited to be there again. So it was a very, very happy environment all day. And I think their processes are working well. There's a few little hiccups here and there, but overall, I definitely think it was a good day and a good start.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that, um, and, and they were really excited. We, we actually asked a couple, you know, are you excited to be back to work? And they were, one of the things I really found was cool is we were really trying to thank them so that they understood how much we appreciated being able to be back. And they were thanking us for coming back. And to be honest with you, I felt like it was really a safe environment. So I'm going to apologize a little bit here because I did forget to welcome our guest today. We have April's son. Uh, He likes to be called Boo, so we'll just leave it that. That's his nickname. Boo (laughs) Bada.
1: Real name is Antonio, but he's always been a Boo since he was born. Would you like to say anything today? Uh,
2: I thought it was... I'm always happy to be back. I love being in the parks. Obviously, like Disney is my main home, but I love coming to Universal all the time. And I, I, thought it was, I thought it was going pretty smoothly today. Like it didn't really, like the masks were a bit difficult, but I feel like I got kind of used to it as the day went on. Especially with the what we were using the bandanas, but like as the day went on, like I think it started off like because we were in a bit earlier than the pass holders because we were because we're resort guests.
1: Right, resort uh, guests were able to get into the parks today and tomorrow, along with the annual pass holders. So, resort guests this morning were able to get into Universal Orlando into at eight o'clock. So, we were able to do that before they started letting the pass holders in.
2: And once the like pass holders came in, you could like especially by like around noontime, you, you could definitely see a difference from what it was before because it was like very kind of sparsely populated throughout the park. And then once they came in, it became more like a normal day in Universal.
0: Well, I wouldn't really say normal, per se, because yeah. it was just definitely, I think there was definitely more than we may have projected, and it may just been in the areas we were in as well, because I'm sure uh disbursement in the parks was a little lopsided in certain areas, because a lot of people were probably going for those, those rides, that thrill rides and things like mm-hmm. that, and if they came in and there was already a long wait, they were probably going to try and get into those lines, and that can really kind of cog up the wheel a little bit but uh, uh, boo mentioned about the the mask or the face coverings so universal is allowing you to wear multiple different types you can wear a, a standard mask you can wear one of those gaiters the cooling gaiters they are allowed we actually brought bandanas and tied them around our faces we look like old-fashioned bandits but to be honest with you that was the most comfortable i have a hard time with the heat and Fortunately, it wasn't really hot today in here. It was overcast, so it didn't get really oppressive. But the one thing that we did find um, with this was that it was, uh, because we were wearing it like the bandana, like the old bandit style, the bottom was open. So you're when you were breathing, you would still be able to get some fresh air in from there and breathe out the old air. So, yeah, I mean, so the the crowd's, you know, definitely were more in the afternoon, um, but I didn't feel like it was overly crowded. And, you know, I'm pretty sure they were sticking with certain guidelines as far as the number of people. Um, It will be interesting when it's open to the public to see how quickly the parks fill the capacity for their new normal capacity, for lack of a better term. I hate that phrase, but And one interesting thing that I did learn, we ran across a a group of ladies who had the face shields on, the clear face shields. And so I asked them if it was a lot easier for them to breathe in those, and they did tell me that they were only an option for those with medical issues for breathing. So if that is the case, you do have a problem with breathing with a mask, and you have a med, you'd probably have to bring some medical documentation. I would definitely recommend that you end up contacting Universal ahead of time to see what options are allowed, uh, what, you, what documentation you might have to bring. But what you would have to do is you have to bring your own face shield. Universal does not have those clear plastic face shields. And you would have to go to guest services, and there's a special wristband that you would get. However, this is really important. If you are going on an attraction, you do have to wear a traditional mask. So a minimum of a surgical mask, or you could even wear like we had the bandana. So it, you know, it was definitely helpful to do do that. One other thing we did ask about because while we were there, we had a significant shower. We were still undercover at the time, so we didn't get all wet. But we we wanted to ask what the policy was if it would you are having downpouring rain, because if you are, your mask is gonna get soaked and maybe difficult, even more difficult to breathe through. And the official official policy at this time, things are always subject to change, especially with this. This is an ever-changing environment. But the official policy is that you would be asked to go undercover. They would suspend the social distancing rules. But you must keep your mask on or your face covering. So what do you think about that, April? Yeah, so
1: I want to kind of go back and just how our day started, because I think the process to get in the parks are important. Now, we came from the resort. We're staying in Aventura. So we took the water taxi. We walked over to Sapphire Falls right next door and took the water taxi from there to City Walk. So when we came downstairs to the lobby, they took our temperature. And resort guests get a different color paper bracelet every day. So at the resort, they will take your temperature, and then they give you a bracelet when you've passed your temperature. And therefore, you don't need any subsequent temperature checks going in and out of the resort. so we got our temperature check, and as long as it's less than 100.4, then you're allowed to proceed. And then we went through security to get on the water taxi, which is really such a nice, simple procedure. You do have to put your belongings into the bins, but we did see them sanitizing the bins after every use. So they would specify, put it in this bin because they'd already sanitized it. Once you take your things out, they're spraying it and wiping it down right after before the next guest puts their things in. You walk through the metal detector, and then we waited in line in the water tax- for the water taxi with the designated areas because it, everything is very well signed and marked out to the, they say, you know, six feet, two meters distance. So you do kind of, you space out on the water taxis, the seats are spaced. So you're kind of like a zigzag from other guests. So that way no one is right near each other. And, and one big difference with that is it does cut down on the capacity of the water taxi. So you may have to wait for a second boat. Then once we got to City Walk, we we're able to go right in the park. We scanned our, our passes and we were in. Going and no on. No fingerprints. No fingerprints. That is important too. They're not fingerprinting because of the need to take care of it. We did buy dining cards to get the twi- quick service dining plans. And so you pick those up at the will calls kiosks, which are right before entering the park. And again, those are touch screens. So therefore the team member was wiping down and sanitizing each screen between the guests. So you weren't coming in contact with what the other person touched directly. They were cleaning it and then they would tell you which machine to go up to. So they are taking a lot of precautions. And that was great. There's tons of signage, you know, social distancing, where to stand, wearing masks In the resorts, it's one party per elevator. So you're not sharing elevators with anyone. Many of the attractions are, you may have one party in a large boat. So we rode the Build Rat Barges in Toon Lagoon, and the rafts normally hold 12 people. And there were only two of us. We had the entire raft to ourselves.
0: Even E.T., we were by ourselves.
1: Yeah, so E.T., that is a capacity of 12 people or, yes, 12 people. And there were three of us, so we had one unit all to ourselves to ride. So they are trying to separate parties and maintaining that social distancing. But a huge piece of that is the time in the queues. That is lengthening time in the queues. So we did see some higher wait times on some things, and I think it is because of the capacity of the ride vehicles and moving through. I don't know that it was actually attributed to directly to the number of people in the park. Oh, no, absolutely no. not. I, I think it was all really based on those figures. I mean, even on the like,
0: thrill rides, you had a row empty in between each party. Now, if you had a party that was six and there was, you know, a row of four, that person's probably going to take the entire car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may take out, if there's five rows, you may only take up two rows of the entire car. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to be careful with that. Like
2: earlier today, I had gone on um, Rip Ride Rocket, which... If you know, it's 12 people for the whole train and like six people for car. And because I had gone on it by myself, I had gotten the whole car by myself because the party behind me was uh, too big. So instead of like having it, well, that's how they're spacing it out. So instead of like doing, filling it up entirely, I ended up having a car to myself on
0: the ride. And under normal circumstances, that might be even a time when they would see if there was a smaller party that could come on. But then that might bring people within the social distancing as you're trying to pass somebody. And that could be a challenge. So they are really trying to keep the, that social distancing as much as possible. Walking around the parks is not as easy. You're going to see that. Um, I just I just say people should have patience as long as you have your mask on. It, just like you're in the grocery store, you're going to come in fairly close contact with somebody and and. I don't feel like that's something that people need to be concerned about. Or honestly, if you are, it might not be best to come because I don't see there's a way that they can mandate that any more than they already are. I mean, there's signs everywhere. We did take mm-hmm. some pictures and we'll be putting them up on the Coaches and Castles Travel Facebook page for everyone to see. So.
1: And before you get on an attraction, there's a team member there with hand sanitizer squirting your hands so that way you're able to sanitize prior to getting on the attraction and and touching me. So uh, again, I I really feel they're trying to do everything they can considering. So I, I think overall it really was a successful day. You know, there's just some challenges. So we did find some challenges with the app. The app is an important piece of the puzzle during this time because even something as simple as you can't get paper park maps right now, so if you want to find out where you're going, you really kind of need to either talk to a team member. They do have some maps uh, for you to look at around the parks, or you can look at your app. Several of the rides have virtual queues, and we did have some challenges with those. We started right off in the morning trying to get into a virtual queue, like right after 9 o'clock yeah. when the parks were open. And on Maya, I couldn't find ride times for anything. Not all of the rides have a virtual queue. So it was for select rides, but... The ones that were selected, my app wasn't working for the virtual queue.
0: And minutes later, for a ride that we knew had ride times, because we learned about it from another person in the park, that she didn't have it, I looked up on my phone and my app, and they were there. But that was literally the only ride all day that we found any times. There were some that said that you had to click on this to get to virtual queue, you clicked on it, and then when you got on that next page, there wasn't the space that you would normally click on again to get to the virtual queue times.
2: Yeah, it would say something like, uh, no times are available. Mm-hmm. or
0: like. But this you know, was even before that. Uh, it didn't even have the option because it would say virtual queue, and then it would say reserve. You click on reserve, yeah. and then that's where you would get.
2: Yeah, It would be blank. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't but
0: some of them wouldn't have that virtual queue and the reserve piece so it was frustrating because you're like okay how am i going in this am i not going in right correct or what um and another really big challenge with the app that i found is that the menus online were not matching the offerings on the paper menus that were at the quick service so, so
1: that that's the one thing you can you can do mobile order for several of the restaurants you can, if you're on the dining plan you can't mobile order right now So you do need a form of payment on your account to be able to mobile order. So otherwise, we went to one stand and we were given a paper menu to look at because we had the dining plan cards. And there was a discrepancy between what was being offered.
0: And it wasn't just one item. It was literally four or five items that were on the online menu, but not on the paper menu. So that was a little frustrating. And plus, they're not indicating if certain restaurants are not open. We had walked quite a distance to get to a restaurant that was open that would have things that would be appropriate for me to eat because I do have a, a specific type of diet I have to eat and to only find that that one wasn't open. And then we when we did go to, would have had something else I could have eaten, but they didn't have that on the paper menu. So,
2: And it's not even just restaurants that are experiencing this. Like, there's even some rides that are having some weird kind of issues with the app. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, there was a ride that we tried to go on earlier. That, like, on the app, it said it was a five minute wait, but when you got to the ride, it was actually down, and it didn't say anything about that on the app. So it's kind of like if you were on the other side of the park and you went to go to it, it would kind of be like a sucky thing to find out, oh wait, it's not actually running right now. Yeah.
0: Well, even the what was that that water ride, Rips Ripsaw Falls. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. he's referring Okay. To. So that was actually on their menu board.
1: Right, but the ride wasn't running.
0: But it wasn't even on the app. That particular ride wasn't on the wraps. It was not on the app at all. So the fact that it was on their menu board with a five-minute wait was challenging.
1: Right. And I did, when we were waiting in line for food, there was a guest behind me, and I heard him speaking to another guest. And he said he tried to do mobile order. He got to the point of checkout, and then the app kind of crashed. So I think there are some... Speed bumps being worked out with the app. I, it is a great app. It's a great tool to use. And I think it's just kind of catching up to what's needed right now to get by. So just be a little patient with it and keep trying. Don't give up on it. But I definitely recommend having the app to help your day be more successful because I think as the days go on, it's going to be a very, very
0: effective. Yeah, I, so think, I think, I mean, it just, it's the first day they were really open to anyone yeah. other than team members. So, you know, you kind of expect some bumps. Um, I mean, we really felt that the day went as, better than I think we expected. Yeah, I think it went pretty smoothly um, overall. We were surprised with a couple of things in a good way. One was that each of the parks has two mask-free zones that you can go into. And in those areas, you can take your mask off, you can sit down, you can relax, you can just, you know, take a chill Um, I mean, one of them when we went to was in in the sun, but it was overcast, so it wasn't that bad. But there was some tables and chairs set out. There was definitely some benches along the way that you could see that, and just to be able to have that time to be able to just breathe air Mm. without, you know, the carbon dioxide coming back in again uh, was really, you know, very helpful. Um, And April does have a list of where they all are, and there's even one in City Walk.
1: Yes, so over in Universal Studios in Central Park. Uh, You can go in right near the water and just sit and relax. And then there's also the rest area over by the Fear Factor show, which is really kind of in between Men in Black and Diagon Alley because right now the show isn't running. And most things, uh, sorry, I'll go on that and then I'll go on my caveat to talk about what's running and what's not. But and then in Islands of Adventure over in the Lost Continent section near where the old Sinbad show is, that was a rest area. And then when you're first coming in in the port of entry is a rest area as well. And then there is a rest area in City Walk. So those were helpful. And we did take advantage of that because I found that, especially with the humidity, that the mask was giving me a headache. So we did try paper masks, fabric masks, homemade masks, as well as the bandana. And I felt the bandana option was the most comfortable because you can at least get a little air circulation. But everyone's different. And I think overall, guests were really very uh, accommodating and cooperative because I really didn't see guests without a mask unless they were specifically eating and drinking, which is the rule. Universal is selling masks in the gift shops, and they're also selling hand sanitizer. So they can hook you up. There's some cute ones, and you can check those out if you need to pick one up if you don't have any. I but- believe totally,
0: they're $6 each and 3 for 15 I saw yeah, that. I think, yes, yes. Um, I actually bought one because we're pass holders and I probably won't never wear it. um, But I just wanted one that had the UOAP. So
1: yeah. And the
0: sanitizer was $3
1: for a little bottle with a carabiner on it. So you can flip it onto your bag or whatever you need. Um, So that's available and there's hand sanitizer throughout the park. And there are definitely signs directing to the restrooms to go in and wash your hands. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities to clean things up and, and kind of uh, move along that way so that's a good, and and I started talking about as I get on to tangents uh, most attractions were running there weren't a lot of things that weren't running today the horror uh, makeup show wasn't yeah, running that we saw that was down fear factor was down um Ripstar Falls, we saw that down. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Hagrid's actually ran today.
2: Like there was never any kind of virtual queue for it. And even the virtual queue is kind of weird. Like they had these signs with barcodes on it that you had to scan. And yeah,
1: they- QR codes that you scan with your camera to give you an opportunity to get into the uh, virtual queue. But mm-hmm. then when you did it, it brought you into the app queue, which really didn't go anywhere. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I don't know if it was a bug of today or what. So, and, I don't know if Hagrid's was actually ever
2: yeah. up, like we went over there and i and I thought I had heard it running, but uh there was no one in line outside, and there's no uh, wait time on it or any kind of sign that I actually was running, so I'm not entirely sure about that.
0: were there any team members around it?
2: There was a I think there was a couple team members around the front, but yeah, they, I didn't see we didn't go over outside. and
1: talk to them and ask them about it, but we didn't see anyone going in and out. we didn't yeah. see it running. But I think everything else was pretty well running today. Did anyone else notice anything else?
0: I I mean, I only checked one, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think overall, you know, there were definitely a lot of attractions for people to take advantage of, considering, and a lot of opportunities. And we did get to see some character interactions. And I'm really happy to say that they did have character interactions. But social distance. So, like, we saw Homer from The Simpsons in the Big Simpsons RV. And he basically stands in the doorway behind a bar and you stand six feet in front. So that way you can get a social distance selfie with the character. I saw other characters that were up on stages. So you can go and kind of stand in front of the stage and get a picture with them. Or they were kind of up and out of the way again, giving you an opportunity to kind of stand in front, but you're still away from them. So characters were out and about. And that was neat. Uh, We did see Popeye and olive oil and they were wearing masks. So and that so was
2: interesting. So was Cyclops. From-
1: oh, Cyclops was, I yeah. didn't notice it was Cyclops. But, but Marilyn Monroe was not. Marilyn Monroe did not
0: wear a mask. She was in a car driving by. So, yeah.
1: So she was definitely social distanced. But it was nice to see that they did still have all the characters out so you could have that interaction. We did see some of the parade floats going.
2: Yeah, like when we would, were coming in in the morning, they brought the Minion float out, uh, out to actually the front of the park, mm-hmm. like past the gate. And then uh, when we went to the one of the rest areas in Central Park. We saw the Dora one going down the New York streets. So that was pretty cool. I don't and think we, it's like a... We
0: saw the Minions come back too. Yeah. And Groot, mm-hmm. Groot, is... Groot. 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 Groot was there. Um, and there were a couple of uh, team members on the float as well, dressed in the, in the same style. Yeah, like the, the minions, Minion so. dress.
1: So so they still have a lot of the same things that you would expect to see. And, and that was really a positive thing because I know characters are always a big draw to come here and see your favorites. And we saw most of them. I mean, we saw SpongeBob and yeah. Patrick, and Puss is... in Boots was out. I Doc don't know Brown the... was
2: walking around.
1: Yeah, oh, we, thought, we talked we to saw. Doc Brown. He was great. We did ask if we could be put into the future. <laughs> well, I, I we asked for the right. past. But right. I didn't ask for the past, but I asked for the future. Cause... We
0: don't want to relieve this again.
1: We're, we're good with this year. Let's call it done and move on to 2021.
2: And then in Island of Adventure, uh, over the bridge after... He- uh, after, oh, I right We saw King Julian from Matt, the Madagascar movies.
1: Yeah, so yeah. he was waving down at guests, and yeah, you know, we saw quite a few. We, saw we color, didn't, didn't see any of the the super the super superheroes, but we saw two. Yeah, oh, okay. We did out, see Spider Man uh, and Cyclops, on, but yeah. they
2: were on like a stage uh, right in between uh, Superhero Island and Toon Lagoon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They were kind of like waving at guests as you walked by, uh, and I think there was like little spots where you could take pictures with them.
1: Yeah, so. Down. So, I mean, overall, there wouldn't. if you've come to Universal before, I don't think you'd find that you were missing out on things coming now. There were just some changes and some differences. So, overall, happy day. Team members were awesome. The resorts have been very good. I think the biggest thing is that there isn't a lot of self-serve items. When we went for dinner tonight at the resort to go up to the food court and you go get a drink, there was a team member there to get your drink for you, to hand you your condiments. So but that was from the fountain machine. The yes, Coke the fountain freestyle machines. So
0: machines. You, can you still it. can use yourself.
2: There yes. were a couple of things shut down though. So back at the uh, cafeteria or the serving area, there was a couple of, like there's a uh, soft serve machine and a slushing machine that were both down. They didn't have I, I thought that they might have like a team member over there to serve free, but that was strange. Yeah,
1: they were just not down, so there. it might just not be something they were staffing for. We did get something out of a Coke freestyle machine and again they were sanitizing in between each guest.
0: Because we did get the freestyle cup, refillable cup. So but we did eat here last night, and the uh, team members were fabulous here. I mean, everywhere they've been fabulous. I don't yeah. think we had any issues with any team members at all. They were all super friendly. Oh, yeah. um, they do have when you're coming in uh, to I don't know, it was an Adventure. They had somebody almost like I, all I could think of was a carnival barker. He had a, a microphone I and mean, he, he was really, really kind of revving up the crowd. And he and I walked great. by and I said, you know thank you. We appreciate you. And he goes, we appreciate you. Thank you for saying that. It was just really fun. And, and I really would encourage everybody to think about that when you do come, just because I think some of these team members, they're excited to be back to work, but I think they're a little nervous too, because you see all the things online about people being frustrated about the masks and all that stuff and they don't know how people are going to address it with it. So I would just caution everybody to, you know, if you really don't feel that you can do the park with a mask, maybe it's better to wait for another day. But if you are there, try to stay within the rules, try to be very appreciative and kind to the cast ma- ta- of oh, I did the team members, um, you know, they they are they are super excited to be back. They're super excited to see their guests. I think that in many cases, there's a thrill that they get from seeing people enjoy themselves. It's them happy to see other people happy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so they've been missing that for two and a half months. We've been missing the enjoyment we get out of these parks. Um, I feel like I have just got a new lease on life. It almost (laughs) feels like winning the lottery, except they don't have the money to spend from it. But... You know, it's, it really does give you a nice positive feeling to get back to a step toward normalcy. I don't like to call it the new normal because I don't want it to be like this forever, but it's a step toward normalcy. And, you know, each step we can take is going to get us further on. But I think that we need to do it in a responsible manner and, you know, just follow through on on what Universal is requesting us to do.
1: Absolutely. And, and I didn't notice any incidents today. I didn't notice... Anyone giving any team members a hard time. And as I said, everyone I saw was wearing their masks, was staying covered, was doing what they're supposed to do. So it was it was such a positive environment. And it, it leaves me very optimistic that we're on the right track. Like, I'm not getting the impression to say, oh, this was a mistake at oh, all. Yeah, no. and, that's a, and that I'm very happy about because that's the last thing I want it to be. <laughs>
0: right. I, I did see several people without it that weren't visibly eating or drinking, mm-hmm. but I don't know what their circumstances and so I'm not going to make judgments. I'm not going to go and call a, a team member and go, oh, that person's not wearing a mask. I need to worry about me. I, I didn't feel unsafe in the slightest. It felt like a very, very clean environment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I said, we are going to be posting pictures of the signage. I mean, there were signs everywhere. One thing I do want to, and this is the one time I want to bring Disney up tonight, the, to caution you is to make sure you're reading the signs that are there. Because in Universal, the signs are stand here. Whereas in CityWalk, it's don't stand here. And not City Walk. I mean. Um,
1: Disney they were, in
0: Disney Springs, they had both. Yeah. So
1: there were signs to say don't stand here. Some signs to say stand here. And in Universal, you have that too. And it's big to kind of notice the flow of traffic. Because there are some restaurants and stores where it says enter here and exit here because they're trying to keep a flow of traffic and trying to help you stay social distance. So try to read the signs. And it's a habit. I'm trying to get myself in no matter where I go shopping and trying to figure out which aisle I'm supposed to walk down and which I'm not. And that tends to be a challenge, but we're, we're getting there. So yeah, just pay attention is very well marked. The only time we noticed there were sometimes when you get to like the end of a queue line and you're going around a bend, then it wasn't clearly delineated. But I think only because the queue lines change. Yeah. So they can't put permanent stickers down to say stand here if the queue line is going to change so i think some of it you just have to use a little common sense but you know keep your distance and And, you'll be fine and some of the queue lines are definitely longer than
0: six feet yes Uh, i believe that they're accommodating for what could be a larger party so that that party could still be six feet away from the party that's behind or in front of um one really good benefit of this whole situation is if you don't know where the restrooms are you will be able to easily find them now because there's a big sign that says, you can go wash your hands here. And that's because it's a restroom. So that made that super easy. You don't need a map. You don't need the app to find a restroom. You just look for one of those big, uh, I forget what they call them, T-shirt signs. What are they called? Sandwich boards. Sandwich boards. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they've got big sandwich boards everywhere. And literally the signage is everywhere. I don't think you can go down one little crevice without seeing signs. Yeah, and there's frequent
1: restrooms anyway, so they're all there. But I I think the signage is clearly marked everywhere, just reminding you, wear your mask, stay apart, stay
0: clean, and have fun. And you really can. So I did have one person that asked me on Facebook, because I posted some of this to a group that I'm in, about the, the drying receptacles in the bathroom, in the restroom, asking if it was the air dryers or if it was paper. So the ones that I went in had both. So you do still have the options of air drying or using paper.
1: I saw more air dryers today than I saw
0: paper. It wasn't as much paper, but yeah. it still wasn't. But, an and
1: yeah, they're still out there, but otherwise they definitely have the air dryers and they have the motion sensors on most of the sinks. The only thing I've noticed kind of overall are soap dispensers. Yeah are not motion sensors. So you do have right. to touch the soap dispenser to get the Which soap. I think kind of defeats the purpose. Well, I mean, not really, because no. you're
0: touching it while your hands are dirty, and then you're going to wash your hands. And then so you wash matter. your hands immediately after. Well, I'm saying because it's it. getting a, your dirty But it on, doesn't matter because
1: you're going to wash it right off immediately. You're, so. you're washing your hands. And so I think good. that's probably
0: why they don't worry about it. I think right. the reason that a lot of them went to those ones is because they were trying to conserve them from being wasted. Because how many times probably. did you go into a bath in different places and you see a big puddle of soap there because it came out too fast or whatever, but the electrical ones, you know, you squirt on a limited amount. So,
1: yeah. So no overall great day, really excited for universal. I, I think they're on the right track. Yeah, I really do. And I
0: think they're setting a nice precedent and for forward. two travel advisors. You have no idea how excited we are. <laughs> no idea. This is just, this, this is what we, we wanted to see. We finally see a light at the end of the tunnel. Any last thoughts, Boo?
2: Um, I don't know. I'm just really happy to be back. I've Especially more recently, I've been experiencing theme park withdrawal. So I'm just very excited to finally be back in the parks and experience
1: it all again. Because okay. like,
2: this is my home away from home.
1: Instead but. of being trapped at home for two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> he is only in eighth grade. He's 14. So he's I'm been doing his now. social learning. You haven't finished eighth grade yet. So you have to finish eighth grade to be a ninth grader. <laughs> Soon to be high schooler. Yep. So he's it's been her baby. Trapped, he's been trapped at home and this is his big emergence into the real world. Yes. Yeah. Finally. I agree. This is finally, we're here. We're very happy to be here and we're looking forward to coming back again. So any last so, thoughts, any last thoughts for you? I, I don't think so. I think we've, we've really covered it all, you know, kudos to Universal Orlando. You know, I, I think it was a successful day. I hope that they regard it as a successful day and, uh, we're looking forward to more of them. I think it was a good start. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely.
0: Anyway. I mean, I think it's literally just the first step. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure they're going to be tweaking things, you know. Now, I mean, my last thoughts, I agree. I thought they really did hit it out of the park. I mean, we did find some challenges, but you kind of expected right. that. And and for the most part, pretty much every all the, the guests I saw were very happy. Now, next week, we are planning on coming back. Yes, we are crazy people. Um, and so we will actually be doing both Universal and SeaWorld. So we'll probably do another bonus so we can chat about our experience then because then it's open to the public. And that's going to be where you can run into some situations where it's not going to be a um, – you may not be able to get in that time period or that day or whatever. So it's going to be an interesting situation. And then um, I did announce it on the coasts and Castles Travel – facebook page that we are going to be doing another bonus episode this week it'll be published on friday at 6 p.m and that one is going to be about the new announcements from disney travel company last week so or disney travel company so we will be sharing that soon so we thank you all for joining us tonight and
1: please like and subscribe to the podcast
0: Yes. We appreciate your likes. We're new,
1: so we need to build up our likes. Please, please, please.
0: And um, just a reminder: I did post this on the Facebook page, but we are now on Apple Podcast. We are on um, Podcast Addict, I, Heart- I believe. iHeartRadio. Radio, um, Slacker, Slacker. No, Stitcher. 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 Um, We have some more that are coming. We've submitted to a whole bunch, and it just takes a little while for someone to catch up. So, And we're building up on YouTube as well. We do
1: have a YouTube channel for Walking Down Main Street, and there's also a blog. So check out the blog, walkingdownmainstreet.com, or it's on Facebook to hear about all different articles from our agents and friends.
0: So thank you, and uh, we'll be back again uh, with our bonus episode on Friday. Uh, but have a great night. Just a reminder to be sure to check out the Walking Down Main Street blog. Many of the agents from Coasters and Castles Travel write articles and share fun information. That can be found on walkingdownmainstreet.com or by searching Walking Down Main Street on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. If there is a topic you would like to have us talk about, please feel free to email us at info at That's T-R-A-V-E-L-C-N-C dot com. A quick note about our sponsor. Coasters and Castles Travel is a full-service travel agency that specializes in Disney destinations, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, Ocean and River Cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. The agency has been awarded the authorized Disney vacation planner status and the You Preferred Partner Program with Universal Studios. The agency was also honored with the President's Award with Travel Leaders in 2019. Minutes are precious, so until we meet again, enjoy them with your friends and family.